All right, we'll continue to take your calls, uh, but uh, with no let's uh, quickly in the reaction Monday react to a very tragic story that happened over the weekend, and uh, the former Confederation of African Football General Secretary, that is Amir Fami, uh, having passed away at the age of 37. He had a two-year battle with cancer. And the Egyptian actually served as the general secretary between November 2017 and April 2019 uh, when he was removed from his position without much of an explanation. Now, CAF released a statement that were calling his death shocking and saying that they extend their deepest condolences to his family, especially his parents, his spouse and his daughter. Now, I know somebody who would have known Amir very, very well and who would have followed his career very closely, known him personally. African football journalist coming through live from Uganda. Let's say good evening to Asha Kumagisha. Asha, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to MSW on a rather tragic, tragic evening. Good evening, Asha. All right, let's try and transfer that call to another line. It looks like there is a bit of a problem with it. uh, But yeah, as I said, news breaking uh, yesterday, late afternoon, we kind of got the news that uh, Amir Fami was no more. And it just raised so many questions, man. Young, young person, 37 years old, also a family of leaders within CAF. The grandfather, the father were all former leaders of this great movement. And in just a quick overnight scenario, we figure out and find out that he's no more. All right, let's uh, try and link up again with the African football journalist coming through live from Uganda, uh, Asha Kumagisha. Uh, good evening, Asha. Welcome to MSW. Uh, thank you very much. A very good evening to you, Rob. Thank you so much. As I said, a very tragic event that we chatting about here very briefly. Um, I know that you knew Amir quite well. Give us a, a breakdown of what has happened in the past 48 hours. Well, um, a very tragic moment for African football and for everyone that has been following uh, the beautiful game on the continent for the last 20 decades. This is uh, someone who was born into the royalty of football in Africa. His grandfather and father were also uh, Secretary General of CAF, and he himself held this position uh, until recently. Um, He came through the ranks, you know, as uh, an Al-Ahli fan, he was very big and actually was an ultra. As you know, the fans, uh, the Al-Ahli fans that, you know, have uh, the fire in the stadium. He was always in uh, that part of the stadium where people are painting themselves uh, red and, 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 you know, very passionate about the game. Uh, he, he went all the way to uh, vice president of Lagarde. Lagarde is the company that had the marketing rights for uh, African football games for CAF. And also, uh, he was in charge of um, marketing that on the African continent before taking up uh, the position of CAF Secretary General. So um, he made his way all the way and actually recently had 
announced that he was going to run for CAF presidency and people thought that he was going to bring um, a new light uh, into African football. Obviously, that light, Asha, unfortunately has been dimmed. It's been taken away from football. A great leader overall. I mean, I even said to you last night as we were having a conversation about uh, his passing is that even in so-called simple things like the draws, whether it was the CAF Champions League or Confed Cup uh, or Africa Cup of Nations, he was able to lead. He had the vision. He uh, he was very articulate. He, you could tell that there were hallmarks of a future leader right there. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Amr Fahmi was the man behind bringing VAR to Africa for the very first time in that uh, Super Cup. So to see a man who was uh, leading from the front in very small ways, talking to everyone all the way from, you can say, from the cleaners, uh, from uh, the lowest person in any organization, to the groundsmen at uh, any stadium, all the way to, you know, CAF president, FIFA president. He talked to everyone uh, in the same capacity that they came to him as a human being, not really as uh, the position that you hold. So um, to see that a man with uh, such experience over the years, um, you know, just dying at such a young age is very, very sad. It's tragic, and I really feel sorry for the family. A young wife, he was a father. Uh, his wife had just given birth three months ago, um, so, and he was very excited about this, um, you know, raising a young family. So it, it's very sad. Yeah, I mean, the, the tragedy, again, around such a young child and you know people were talking about how excited he was at being a father for the first time surely the wife the family must be absolutely gutted by this uh, has there been any news on, on, on much reaction though that's come through from the family uh, given the fact that and as you said that he, he had been suffering from cancer for a while yes um actually the wife uh, he met the wife, Hannah, uh, because she was also working for CAF uh, at the time. And obviously because uh, he was a whistleblower and, and you know what happened uh, after the CAF president, Ahmad, fired him uh, for leaking documents, um, even though he was really trying to hold him accountable. So as a, as a matter of fact, the wife was also fired from CAF. Um, so she was, uh, you know, no longer working in a, in a place where she had a lot of passion in growing African football. Uh, but she has communicated and said that uh, she's going to continue his legacy and raise their child um, as possibly as they would have together. Of course, there will be a vacuum, but um, she'll try to be very strong uh, for the child. Just the implications in terms of leadership in football in terms of the youth factor, if he was going to be running for presidency, that would have brought a completely different dimension, a different energy. Uh, we all had so much hope with Ahmed Ahmed coming through, but it almost looks like uh, it's all going down a similar route to the previous uh, president of CAF. What does this do now overall to the potential of a new era in leadership in CAF? Well, in the last you know, two or three years, there's been this vibe where we thought that young people are getting into uh, the system. Anthony Bafour, who was his assistant uh, general secretary, and is still uh, as a former player who came all, all the way through the ranks growing up as the first 
uh, Ghanaians to play in the Bundesliga. Um, you have Samson Adamu, who has gone away from the shadows of his father, uh, who was in football in Nigeria for a long time. Uh, so we thought that, you know, this trial of three uh, men would be the one that will lead the next generation. You know that um, there's, you know, the older generation that went with Hayati, that even though um, Ahmad came in with this idea that, oh, I'm going to change things, maybe now things are even worse um, with him at the helm of African football. So people thought that, you know what, if Amr Fahmi comes in, runs for presidency, wins it, he could actually be uh, the one that will lead African football to the next step, perhaps to get things right. Because for the last one year, it's been a whole lot of chaos uh, uh, from CAF as an organization. Oh, Asha, I think we'll, we'll keep a watch on what's to happen next. And, and obviously, very, very sad, very tragic, uh, the news that you are telling us and sharing with us right here on MSW. I want to thank you so much indeed for shedding light on the life, the times, and of course, the end of a journey for a very, very young leader in African football. Thank you so much, Asha. Thank you so much, Nahisa. Rest in peace. African football journalist coming through live from Uganda, Asha Komagisha. You can follow her on Twitter as well. Uh, lots of stories and breaking news that she carries absolutely brilliantly uh, overall. So, yeah, may soul rest in peace. Fully, fully agree with that.